sit down. Let's sit down. This is going to annoy me all night long. Okay. Um, all right. Uh, first of all, am I? Okay. This is going to this is going to bother me all the time. Can yellow be good? Okay. Here, I'm going to put this to. He just turned me off. Okay, we're going to go with this. If it starts to dangle or whatever, we're going to go with it. Okay, um, before we get started, I have a real quick question. Um, I put on Facebook, um, what was it, Saturday or I guess Saturday or Sunday, I said, and the beard is gone. And I thought, you know what, there'll be weeping and wailing and gnashing of teeth. And I had, I had more likes on that posting than I had people commenting how much they missed it. So just for my sake. For my sake, how many of y'all like the beard on me? Just raise your hand. How many of y'all don't like the beard on me? Okay, how many of y'all don't care? All right, there we go. <laughs> I appreciate that. I appreciate that. I'm glad we cleared that up for everybody. Um, boy, you are so encouraging. So I'm, I'm excited about tonight and uh, what God's going to show us. Quit laughing, y'all. That's, that's probably the most laughter we're going to have all night, okay? Yeah, I know. I appreciate that. I appreciate the love. Um, but I just thought it was going to be a big deal, and obviously the world didn't revolve around my beard, obviously. Okay, so we're good to go. All right. Um, well, I'm here tonight. My name is Buchanan Jackson. Um, I'm Life Group's pastor here. Uh, I want to brag on y'all a little bit because Preacher let it out Sunday evening after the Neelands that he was preaching Monday night, Tuesday night, and Wednesday night. And I know some, of you, some people, not y'all obviously, but there's some people that when they know Preacher's not here, they don't show up, okay? Why would anybody ever do that, okay? So they don't show up. So I'm, I, I appreciate y'all. Y'all are the dedicated, the committed, because y'all didn't come to hear a man. You came to hear the word, amen? Amen. amen. All right. Um, why don't we go ahead and turn into Acts chapter 3. Acts chapter 3. Acts chapter 3. Acts chapter 3. It's in the New Testament right after the, the Gospels. Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, Acts. Acts chapter 3. If you're there, say amen. 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 Why don't we stand? I like to stand. Let's go ahead and stand. Reading God's Word. We'll stand. I promise you I won't be there very long. We're just going to read the first two verses and then we'll go on with the chapter. Alright. Uh, so in chapter, uh, chapter 13, verse 1. Now Peter and John went up together into the temple at the hour of prayer, being the ninth hour. And a certain man lame from his mother's womb was carried, whom they laid at the gate of the temple, which is called Beautiful, to ask alms of them that entered into the temple. Lord, we thank you for this day. Lord, I thank you for the opportunity I have, Lord God, to share your word. Lord, it's not about a personality. It's not about a person. Well, it is about a person. It's about the person of Jesus Christ. And Lord, that's what we're here to, to do, Lord. We're here to honor and glorify your name. Lord, I pray that you, you'd, you'd be with our, our pastor right now. Lord, probably with the time and everything, he may be preaching right at this moment as I'm preaching today. And Lord, I pray right now that you would anoint him, that you would give him strength, Lord God. Lord, that you give him safe traveling grace back. Um, and Lord, I just, I just pray that you would touch, as, touch down there. And Lord, touch down there like you're going to touch tonight right here. Lord, we love you and we thank you. We pray all these things in your wonderful name. Amen. 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 All right, um, we're going to kind of walk a little, we're going to walk through this chapter, the first part of this chapter um, tonight, so we're going to bounce back and forth, so stay right there in Acts chapter 3. We are going to look at some other verses, but I'm going to put them on the screen so you can see them. So we're going to kind of walk through this chapter, and, the re and I titled this Another Miracle Story, Another Miracle Story. So some of y'all saw that, that, that title on there, and you thought, wait a second, three weeks ago on Sunday morning, preacher preached on, I need a... A miracle. And you probably thought, you mind, why, is, why is Buchanan preaching on a miracle? Preacher's already preached on that, okay? But God showed me some things in this, and, and if you don't know me already, and, and you'll see, um, I, what I do is in my daily Bible reading, I read a chapter a day, a chapter a day, a chapter a day, and God shows me things, and that's kind of where I preach through. God, God will you know, go a week, and then God will say, okay, that'd be something good to preach. So that's why I'm in the book of Acts. Probably in, Next time I preach, probably in the book of Romans or 1 Corinthians, okay? But I was reading through this, and this just, what God showed me some things in this situation, and it's, and it's about miracles, but okay, we had the feeding of 5,000, that was that miracle there, 
But God did another miracle in the book of Acts in this situation, and God showed us some other things in that, okay? So that's why we're here today about another miracle story, another miracle story. All right, so if you're taking notes, does anybody not have a lesson? Does anybody not have a lesson? Raise your hand. Okay, Johnny's going to help me out. Anybody want to help Johnny out with the people over here? There we go. We got some help. Okay, raise your hand. Keep your hand raised up high. Need a lesson. Need a lesson. I want you to take notes. It's important. It's amazing how I say, and the longer I keep my hand up, the more hands shoot up. It's like, I wanted to wait to see if anybody else raised their hand. Okay, now I'm raising my hand too. Okay, it's okay. We're, we're going to be all right. Johnny's running like the wind. Like the wind. Look, oh, oh, you missed somebody right there. There you go. Two of them. There you go. Like the wind. Oh, over here too. He, he, he's, he said he had tunnel vision. What you need is... You need, need some peripheral vision so you can see everybody in the room, okay? All right, everybody cool on the lessons? Everybody got one? All right, okay. All right, so if you're taking notes, let's start, first thing, number one, the situation. The situation. The situation. And, and these are out of the two verses um, that we just read. And so I want you to see the situation. We, we're going to look at some of the, let's talk about the characters. We've got three characters in this story. We've got Peter. We've got John. We've got this lame man, Peter, John, and this lame man. Now, I've heard, you, you probably, like me, have heard this, this section of, of, of Scripture. If you've been in church for any extended period of time, you've heard this Scripture preached over and over and over and over. And a lot of times what I've seen is people want to take it from the perspective of Peter and John and what they were doing and, and how this miracle came. Obviously, they, they, they tend to skip over what the lame man, because, okay, that's the miracle, so they talk about Peter and John and things of that nature. But we're going to look at the lame man, okay? We're going to look at the lame man. And I will say this, so I, I can relate more to the lame man, can't you? Okay, I can relate, relate more to the lame man. Here, here you go, Peter and John, they're going to, going, to, going to the temple to pray, it's the ninth hour, you know, I, I can't say always in my Christian life that I'm that super spiritual person. I'm going to church, ready to pray, excited. I'm more like this lame man that, that, that has needs and has issues and, and, wants, and, and doesn't know they're desperate for something. How many of y'all been in a desperate situation? Say amen. Okay, been in a desperate situation. Have needs, have issues. Like I have with this mic, issues, issues. All right. Okay, so why was he asking alms? And why did he lay there daily? Okay? Some of y'all are going to say, well, he's asking alms because he's a beggar. Obviously, what does a beggar do? He does that. Okay? But there's a reason why he's at the temple asking alms, and there's a reason why he's there daily. Okay? You have to understand that this is, it's not a, it, there's no disability check coming in the mail for the lame man. Okay? <laughs> disability don't exist in this situation. All right? If you don't have family to take care of you, you are on your own. Understand? You are on your own. So you got to figure out a way in this, in this, in, in this tradition and where they are in this time frame, you got to figure out a way how to provide for yourself, okay? And, and, and what he's doing is he is going daily, and he's actually having somebody else. Maybe it's a family member. Maybe it's a friend. I don't know. Maybe it's just some, some person that goes by his house every single day, and he says, hey, please, please take me to the temple gates, please, so I can beg, so I can sustain myself this next day, and this next day, and this next day. But he's there daily because that's the only source of income that he has. Does everybody understand that? Okay, because we're going to come back to that in just a minute. That's the only source he has. So that's the situation, okay? And, and he's doing all that he can to fix his situation. Let me ask this question. Have you ever been guilty of saying this? It will take a miracle for me to get this done. Okay, have you ever said this? If I get the, or I'll say it a different way. If I get this done, it will be a miracle. But there's, there's, there's a problem with both those statements. It will take a miracle for me to get this done. Or if I get this done, it will be a miracle. Okay? So everyone in this room needs a miracle, Right? Big or small, big or small, everyone needs a miracle. Maybe you need a miracle in your marriage. Maybe you need a miracle at your job. Maybe you need a miracle in your bank account to pay the next bill. Say amen, okay? And some of y'all may need miracles with your kids. But every single person in here needs a miracle, needs a miracle. 
And every single person in this room, because you're like me, you, want, you think, i got to fix this. It's my problem, so I need to get this done. And so we're all in a frantic way. We have all these situations, all these issues in our life, and we're trying to figure out how we're going to make this possible, how we're going to make this miracle happen. Okay? i got to do something about this. Okay? But it's not our goal to figure this out, is it? Our goal as Christians, when we have issues, when we have problems, when we have needs, our goal is to trust. Say trust. trust. Say trust. trust. We've got to trust. We've got to trust. Put my verse up there. Proverbs 3, 5. Proverbs 3, 5. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean, lean not unto thine own understanding. Lean not unto thy own understanding. I will say this. If you can figure it out, you're probably on the wrong track. If you can figure it out in your own understanding that this is such a big situation, this is such a big issue, this is something so huge in my life that I've got to figure it out, you're probably not going to figure it out. You're probably going in the wrong direction because you're leaning on your own understanding. It's so cool, we, we, um, me and uh, a couple of the guys in my life group, we've been uh, encouraging one another, and, and when, we, when I read a chapter, we kind of send what we're thinking and stuff like that, and the more and more we get into Scripture, the more and more we see, especially when we're in the Gospels, is that every time Jesus did something, it was totally opposite of what every one of us would have done. Totally opposite. Every single one of us would have thought, okay, there's, there's a humanly way possible, an earthly way possible to do this. And every time God did it in a totally opposite way. Okay? So uh, in your life, just as this uh, maybe a little commercial, in your life, if you can always figure out what's going on in your life, then probably God is not a big part of your life. Because you need to be having some situations where only God can do what he can do. All right? So what was number one? We see a... Okay, y'all got to help me out. We see a situation. Okay, we're going to try it one more time. We need, we see a situation. Okay, Jeff, you better be helping me back there. I helped you out Sunday. You better be helping me. So we, we see a situation, okay? We see a situation. This man is lame. He's at the gate. He is begging daily for his pr- provisions, okay? But also we see an anticipation. An anticipation. An anticipation. Let's go, now we're going, moving on down to the verse. It says, who's seeing Peter and John, this cha- verse 3, who's seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple, asked an alms. He's there, w- w- what is he doing? He's there begging, so what does he do? He asked for an alms. And Peter, fastening eyes upon this John, fastening upon him with John, said, look on us. And he gave heed unto them, expecting to receive something of them. Verse 5 again, and he gave, gave heed unto them, expecting to receive something of them. All right, this guy has an immediate need. His immediate need is money. His immediate need is provisions for his day, for his income. He has that immediate need. And Peter and John speak, and the lame man expects something. But the lame man does show incredible faith here. And here's why I'm going to say he shows incredible faith. When, when they asked some, when, when he asked for an alms and they said something, he expected to receive something, didn't he? Okay? He expected it. He expected it. Okay? He, wasn't, he, he didn't think when, when those people started talking to him, well, maybe they just want to chat. <laughs> maybe they want to see how things are going today. You know, he didn't think that. He thought, okay, I asked for something, they spoke to me, and they're going to give it to me. Okay? So now let me ask this question. Are we like the lame man with our needs? Are we like the lame man when it comes to our needs? Now here's my question. We all agree we all need a miracle. Say amen. Amen. Okay. How consistent consistent are we in praying for our needs? How consistent are we in praying for our needs? Because I'll say this. If you're like me, and I'll be honest with you, I got a need, Lord. So I, I'm desperate. God, miracle, please. And then the next day I just go about my daily routine. I'm not consistent. I'm not asking. This guy was at the temple gates how often? Daily. daily. He was there daily. He had to be there every single day. Because if he wasn't there every single day, he wasn't going to have his need provided for. Okay? 
<clears throat> he was at the gate daily. Let me ask this question. Do we, do, we pl- do we pray? Do we pray, but we really don't believe God can answer that prayer? Do we pray, but we don't believe God can really answer that prayer? It's more of a, I hope. It's not I pray, it's I hope. Lord, if you, if you want to do this, whatever. And I will say this. I've done this too. God, I need this. But if your will is this, Lord, do that too. Or, you know what I mean. But here's the deal, and, and, I, and I'm all about praying for God's will, okay? That's a noble thing. But I think sometimes we, we, we do that because it's like, okay, if I, God may or may not do this for me, and he may or may not can do this for me, so I'll, I'll pray this over here. So if it doesn't happen, then I'm cool either way, okay? I'm cool either way. But let me say this. We need to pray believing and expect to receive. We need to pray believing and expect to receive. Because here's what God is looking for. God is looking for faith. God is looking for faith. Let's talk, we, we can go back and, um, to the, um, we got the guys that brought the, the, it's, it's, it brought the lame man. We, it's amazing, lame man over here, lame man over there. Brought, it, brought their lame friend, four guys on either side. Couldn't get in the front door. So where do they go? They go up on the on the roof, they cut up, they cut a hole in the roof, and they lowered the guy down. And Jesus said, "When he saw their, when he saw their everybody, their faith, and then that's when he healed them. He was looking for faith. He was looking for faith. Okay, because why would God answer a prayer if you don't even believe He can do it? Why would He do that?" If you can't believe, if you don't believe that God can actually do something, why would you even ask? Why well, I'll say this: If you don't even believe God can do it, why do you waste your time praying? Exactly. And if you are going to pray but not believe it, why would God give you that answer to that prayer if you don't believe He can actually do it? Okay. So here's the deal, and I'm gonna. This is maybe this is a little commercial too. I don't know why I'm all about commercials. From here on out, we're gonna make a pack. Everybody, raise your right hand. Everybody raise your right hand. We're not taking the oath of office, okay? That was on Monday, okay? All right? Raise your right hand and say, I'm going to pray, believing. Say it one more time. I'm going to pray, believing, and nothing else. Okay? And All right, put your hand down. I love it. You are so participant, okay? All right, but here's the deal. I want to pray believing and nothing else. Because here's the deal, I don't want, and, I, and God really spoke this to me. He spoke in my heart so much that we needed, need to do this. From here on out, when I pray, and I'm telling you, I'm the guiltiest person in the world. I'm about to tell you a little bit about my miracle um, that God did a couple weeks ago. Um, but I, I prayed that prayer. I prayed, God, we want you to do this, but Lord, I want your will to be done. And I'm not going to pray that way anymore. Because here's the deal, if I pray believing and it doesn't happen, guess what? Wasn't God's will. Wasn't God's will. Okay? And I'm okay with that. I, but I would, rather, I would rather go into my prayer believing that God can do it and, and having the faith enough for him to say, God, you can do this, and then him not do it and, and, and be okay with his will versus starting to pray and say, okay, I'm going to pray, but if it doesn't work out, God, you have this plan too, so I'm cool either way. Okay? We, I will say this. For this year, 2013, we're going to have to be really bold in our prayers. Okay, that's one amen. We need to be really bold in our prayers. Amen. amen. We need to be bold in our prayers this year. Not just for ourselves, but I'm saying for, for the direction of what God's going to do at Temple Baptist Church and through this ministry and whatever God has planned for this year. We gotta, we're gonna, God's going to ask us to do some big things. And I want to pray believing that God can do big things. All right, let me give me another verse. Matthew 21, 22. Matthew 21, 22. Matthew 21, 22. Okay. All right, here we go. Read it with me. And and all things whatsoever you shall ask in prayer, believing ye shall receive. Say it again. And all things whatsoever ye shall ask in prayer, believing ye shall receive. Ye shall receive. Okay? You shall receive. 
And that's Christ talking, by the way. All right? All right, so we see, number one, we see a... Situation. We see a... Situation. We see a situation. I love this side of the room that's doing a great job, okay? All right? <laughs> Maybe it's just this corner. We see a... Situation. Okay. If we don't do better at this, I'm going to make this side say it, and then I'll say this side say it, so we can see about it, okay? Everybody's going to be like, look, I'm not having a voice at the end. Okay, i got to do this for an hour, all right? <laughs> if I can do it, you can do it too. All right, so we see a situation, okay, on this side. Then we see an... I love it. Okay, you are doing great. And... Okay, they're just, they're just messing with me down here. Okay, all right, here we go. All right, next we see a restoration. We see a restoration. Verse 6. Then Peter said, Silver and gold have I none, but such as I give in... I, I, such as, okay, let me try this again. <laughs> let me rewind that. Here we go. Verse 6. Then Peter said, Simon, it's a Simon. <laughs> no, I'm good. I'm good. You know what this is? God's messing with me because I mess with y'all, okay? I ain't going to mess with y'all anymore. I always tell y'all praying, believing that I'm not going to be able to say this. All right. Verse 6. Then Peter said, Silver and gold have I none. But such as I have given, <laughs> and such as I, I have give I thee <laughs> in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And he took him by the right hand and lifted him up, and immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength. There was a restoration. Instead of giving alms, he, he was healed right there on the spot. Now the key word, and I'm going to read the, read, read the last part of verse 7 again. And he took him by the right hand and lifted him up and immediately. and immediately. That's your key word, immediately. Immediately. There was a restoration, but the key word in those two verses is immediately. He didn't gain strength over time. Okay? When, they, when, when, when Peter and John said, rise up and walk, took his hand, and immediately his ankle bones and legs received strength. Okay? It happened immediately. Some of y'all may say, you know what, my situation, my situation, because we all think we have our situation special or different than everybody else's, my situation is past a miracle. You know, my relationship is too strained. They're coming to get the car or the house. <laughs> uh, you don't know what I've done. Okay? You don't know what I've done. And some of y'all say, say it's already past. But whatever it is, God can change your situation God can change your situation immediately. immediately. God can cha change your situation like that. Just like that. He can do that. He can do that. Okay? Immediately. In an instant. Okay? <clears throat> the lame man wasn't expecting healing that day. He was expecting alms. He was expecting to get some income. But, he, what, he, but what he did receive, he received Immediately. It says Romans 8, 38 and 39. For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Okay. So we've had fun with that, but we're about to have a lot of fun now. Um, okay. Last point. Last point, okay? Number one, we see a situation. Okay. Number two, we see an anticipation. Good job. Number three, we see a restoration. restoration. Number four, we see a celebration. We see a celebration. We see a celebration. We see a celebration. And to encourage you, these were my first three points. And here's my last point. <laughs> okay? So y'all thought we were going to get done early. Nope. Not happening. Okay? I, I think I'm past that now. But for when I, a couple years ago, I shouldn't say a couple years ago, probably six or seven years ago, I would preach about 10 minutes, <laughs> 10, 15 minutes. Now it's like, okay, let's hurry up. Got an hour. Let's go. All right. Okay. So start in verse 8. Everybody in verse 8? Okay. And he, leaping up, stood and walked, and entered, entered with them into the temple, walking 
and leaping and praising God. And all the people saw him walking and praising God. And they knew that it was he which sat for alms at the beautiful gate of the temple. And they were filled with wonder and amazement at that which would had, had happened unto him. And as the lame man which was healed held Peter and John, and all the people ran together unto them in the porch that is called Solomon's greatly wondering. Greatly wondering. So he got his miracle. And what was his response? He was walking. Y'all about to see it, ready? He was leaping. <laughs> okay? And he was praising God. Okay? So some of y'all wonder what it did. I wanted to give you an illustration. That's what he did. Okay? My wife said, you ain't going to be walking around much because I was worried about this. She didn't know I was be leaping. So um, there we go. Now let me ask this question. What was his miracle? Most of y'all are going to say because he was healed. Most of y'all are going to say he was healed. Okay? But here's the miracle. Why was he, why was he sitting at the gate daily asking for alms? So his healing, okay? Now, this is good stuff. Y'all are going to get this in a minute. We're going to keep going. Okay? Um, but here's the deal. His miracle was not that he received strength and was not lame anymore. Because, the, because God gave the miracle that actually provided for their need in the initial place. Because remember, I told you, he didn't have any way of making income because he wasn't physically able to do anything. So he was thinking, okay, I'm going to get alms. But in that situation, God healed him, and because he healed him, now this guy is able to do so much more. So he didn't only heal him physically, he healed his financial issue, didn't he? Okay, Because now he can go out, and he can work like everybody else, and he can make money. Okay, But that was a miracle. That was a miracle. Okay, But here's the deal. What he did is he was limiting God and saying, okay, what my miracle is is I need alms today. I need alms today. But God had so much more for him. God provided, he, he now has a way to provide for his income from here on out, and also he now can walk. Okay? So let's not have a mindset. Let's quit having the mindset that limits God. Let's not have, okay? Um, Ephesians 3.20. Ephesians 3.20. There's another read with me one. Okay, now, now not all of it, just the, just the yellow. Okay? Now unto him that is able to do exceedingly, that, that exceedingly abundantly is supposed to be yellow. So we're going to do that yellow, okay? Now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that worketh in us. Let's read it again. Remember that, that exceeding abundantly is supposed to be yellow. Just read the yellow with me. Now unto him, <laughs> you, you, you quit, you quit. Okay, all right. Now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think according to, according to the power that worketh in us. God wants to do exceedingly abundantly in your life more than you could ever ask or think. Your miracle if it's beyond your imagination, great. You're on the right track. If it's beyond your imagination, I can't, I, can't get the, I can't get this in my head, God, that you would be able to do this. There's no way possible you could do this. You're on the right track. Because God wants to do that. Now, some of y'all are going to say, well, you know, Buchanan, that's a Bible story. And, and it's, it's, it's easy preaching, hard living, you know. God just don't do that with me. Okay. Let's talk about, let's talk, I want to tell you a story, okay? I'm going, to be having, I'm going to have to be a little vague with this, so y'all just have to understand. For those that know the story, I haven't been vague because they know the story. Um, but um, I, so I shared with y'all, <clears throat> I shared with y'all three weeks ago, or two weeks ago, and when I did the welcome, I said that, that, and I was, man, I was pumped. Man, I'm really pumped. I'm just pumped about what God's doing in this place. I'm really pumped. Um, but I was pumped. I've been pumped. Um, I... I used to think the welcome was this little formality, you know, first time attender, sit down, you know, I'm doing my little five-minute deal, but I've been pumped. I've been excited being up here. And so, preacher preach on, I need a miracle. 
and I share with y'all on the welcome that we had three different miracles happen in my, in my life group for three different families, okay? One of those miracles was mine. One of those miracles was mine. Um, and I will say this, my miracle, and you've probably heard this, my miracle was, everybody told me it was going to take an act of God for this to happen. I love that terminology, <laughs> an act of God, because I was like, well, yeah, good, because I got somebody who does acts of God. His name is God, okay? Um, so it was going to take an act of God. But seriously, and, and, and my wife can attest to this, um, this situation, we were like, you know, I mean, we're, you know, it, it's a miracle, but I don't know, you know, it, we'll, we'll see. Um, but again, I can't go into a lot of detail, but God did the miracle. Okay, God did that miracle. And, uh, and I will say this too. God answered my prayer, but you know what? He did a little bit more. He did a little bit more. And that's encouragement to y'all because some of y'all are asking for things. And you know what? I'm asking for things and I'm asking for miracles that I think maybe, okay, maybe it's not humanly possible, but I mean, it's, this won't be too hard for God. You know, I'll, I'll try to do this. It's not a big miracle I'm going to ask for. No, we need to ask God for big miracles. Yes, we need to ask God for big miracles. Because for my situation... For my situation, God did, uh, answered my prayer and then did a little bit more. And here's how I explain it. Um, you know, you got a Sunday. And a Sunday, what I think a Sunday is, uh, a Sunday has to, is ice cream plus a topping. Okay? That's a Sunday. Now, it's not a complete Sunday, but it's a Sunday. If you put some hot fudge on there, guess what? You got a Sunday. And you know what? God gave me my Sunday. God gave me my Sunday. Gave me my ice cream and my hot fudge. But God was so cool. He said, you know what? A Sunday's not complete without a little bit of whipped cream and that cherry right on top. And in my situation, with my miracle, God not, God not only made that miracle happen, but he, put, it, he put, put us in the best situation ever and then, like, kicked in something just because he really loves me, okay? And that's the God we serve. We have a God that says, you know what, I want to I give you the Sunday. I want to give you the Sunday. But when I give you the Sunday, it's going to be good. It's going to be better than you thought. You're going to put a little whipped cream on there, okay? And not only that, because you know what? I just, just for fun, because look, the cherry is there for fun. I'm sorry. When you look at a Sunday and it's got a cherry on, that's fun. I mean, how many of y'all, now, how many of y'all not like cherries? There's something wrong with y'all, okay? <laughs> cherry's the best part. Because here's the deal. Here's the, and, and if you, if, unless you do this, this is, what does everybody do with the cherry on top? I, I pick it off and I eat it and I savor that cherry. Ooh. That's the cherry. That's cherry. I know the rest of it's going to get good too, but boy, I just had that cherry. Okay, that's just that. Oh man, that just starts the Sunday off right, don't it? Starts some of y'all getting hungry, y'all. Some of y'all like, let's go to Dairy Queen now. Sunday, okay? Um, but it gets that's the only yelling you've done all night. Um, but but she's praising God for Sunday, okay? But God wants to do that. God wants to give you your miracle. Amen. I'm and. Man, okay. All right. God wants to give you a miracle, and He wants it, and it's going to be even better than what you thought it was going to be. Okay. I'll say this last minute miracles. Last minute miracles. And this is kind of a refresher. But I can't prove this, but typically what happens, miracles happen at the very last minute. Very last minute. And my miracle, it got really bad before it got really, really good. I'm just being honest. It got really bad before it got really, really good. But, but here's a situation. Um, and, the, and this is just a refresher from last Sunday. The atmosphere of a miracle is crisis. I need a miracle. It's an atmosphere of crisis. But why does God do it that way? Why does God do it that way? Now, I understand that y'all are going to probably, probably know the second part. But here's the thing. Why does God do it that way? One thing, and I think it helps us to learn, that God can do things immediately. Because a lot of times, a lot of times, and, and again, I'm, I'm new to this whole miracle stuff. <laughs> I'm really not because God's performing miracles all the time. I just don't have my eyes open enough. But I'm new to this miracle stuff. But God did it immediately, immediately. I didn't have to wait for God for God to give me my miracle. When God gave me that miracle, immediately things changed. Immediately things changed. So that's one reason why I think we get last minute miracles. Another reason, and y'all know this already. But if it's a last-minute miracle, who gets the glory? God gets the glory. God gets the glory. And, and, and Jeff talked about it a little bit on Sunday. That's all, that's all that God, y'all going to think I'm, take, take it wrong, but it's true. 
That's what God's looking for. He wants the glory. Why were you created? To give glory to God. To give glory to God. That's the only reason why you were created. Jeff said it. He said somebody coming down and receiving Christ, that was a great thing. I'll talk to you afterwards, okay? <laughs> I'll talk to you afterwards, okay? Okay. Can we do it towards the end, please? Okay. Um, all right. So, but, but Brother Jeff said, um, you know, here's the situation. There's somebody getting saved, and that's great, and that's awesome. But you know what? That gives God glory, okay? That's what we need to focus on, okay? That's what we need to focus on, okay? All right. Um, and then lastly, let's talk about this. Um, or not, I shouldn't say lastly, because we're about to go back on those verses a little bit. Um, but I'll say this. Some of you have received your miracle. Some of you received your miracle. And this is real teachy today, and I'm, I'm, I, I'm, I shouldn't apologize for that, but it's real teachy. Some of you have received your miracle, but you haven't praised him for, for that answered prayer. You haven't. Now, you may have said, thank you, God, but you really haven't really praised him. I, I, I'm, I'm, I said this to and I said this, that God gave me this. Are we as earnest with our prayer? Are we as earnest with our praise as we are earnest with our prayers? Does that make sense? I can get on this altar and cry out to God, please, please, please do this. And when he does it, it's like, okay, great. And then we move on. We got to pray. When he gives that miracle, we need to praise God. We need to praise God, walking and leaping and praising God. Praising God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah for what he did for me. And that miracle that he did in my life. Okay? But there's other things when we see this. Okay? So we see the, we see the lame man. But because of what, the, what happened with the lame man, there's other things that happened too. Let's go back into verse 9. And all the people saw him walking and praising God. And all the people saw him walking and praising God. And they knew that it was he which sat for alms at the beautiful gate of the temple. And they were filled with wonder and amazement at that which had happened happened unto him. And as the lame man which was healed held Peter and John, all the people ran together unto them in the porch that is called Solomon's, greatly wondering. Greatly wondering. Okay? So when he started praising God, people saw it. People saw it. And they got excited about it. Okay? Now let me tell you this. Because, and, and this is, if you haven't listened to anything, listen to this now. Um, some of y'all haven't had your miracle yet. Some of you haven't got your miracle yet. And you're getting down and discouraged because you're seeing somebody else get miracles. And you're getting down about that. Because, well, God, God, God gave them their miracle. Why didn't he give me my miracle? Uh-uh. We're not going to do that. If, you, if God didn't give you your miracle, get happy on somebody else's miracle. Okay? Get happy on somebody else's miracle. Okay? <laughs> I can't help it. Um, when, we had our, when we had our, after that week, and, and God gave us the three miracles, and I said, God gave us three miracles, you know, in our small group. <laughs> I was fit to be tied at small group that night, wasn't I? Here's, here's, some, of my, here's some of my current life group people over here. I, I, was, I, was, I was a mess, wasn't I? I just couldn't help it. Every time, and here's the deal. I, I, it was like three miracles, and then we started going around, and there was like another miracle and another miracle. And I was like in my seat going, I can't help it. This is awesome. I was getting happy. I was getting happy. Not because, and, I sh- and I'll say this. I was very selfish that night. I said, I don't care any of y'all's miracles right now. I'm telling my miracle now because I know God did miracles, but I'm telling you my miracle. I was excited about my miracle. But when they started sharing, that fired me up. That fired me up. Because it shouldn't be that God, I, I, I want a miracle. They're giving somebody over there. Where's my miracle, God? No. If he can do it for them, he can do it for me. Fire, it should fire you up. It should fire you up about what's going on at Temple Baptist Church. It may not be affecting your life directly, but the fact that what God is doing in this place should fire you up. Come on now. Let's, well, let's show Jesus how fired up we are. Come on. Come on. I'm fired up, fired up. I can't tell you, I'm fired up. But here's the deal, here's the deal. Um, why did, why, um, let's see here, okay. Um, so people ran to Peter, okay, now here's the deal. They fired it up, they were excited, all that kind of stuff. And they ran to Peter and John 
greatly wondering. And what did Peter and John tell them about? We're not going to go into this, but you know what? Peter and John, you know what they started doing? They started preaching Jesus. They started preaching Jesus. They saw a miracle, and they were excited, and they were greatly wondering. They had wonder and amazement because that was God did a miracle. And they went to somebody and said, what did God do? And what was their reaction? They told people about Jesus. They told people about Jesus. Because here's the deal. Some of y'all don't know this, but God's doing something right now at Temple Baptist Church. God is doing something right now. Um, We had had 1,580 people here Sunday. Give God praise. Give God praise. And I, and I love Brother Jeff, and he, he did an awesome, awesome job. Awesome job. And he's going to get me for this later because he don't like it. Okay? He did an awesome job. But I'm going to tell you, that is the highest regular attendance we have ever had at Temple Baptist Church. And I'm going to say this, and y'all can see it from this, from a little bit of people missing. We had a guest speaker Sunday, and Jeff did a great job. But there are some people that probably didn't come because they thought, well, preacher's not here. I'm not going to show up. Boy, do they miss out. Okay? <laughs> But we had 1,580 people on Sunday for a guest speaker. Okay? Now, why, why is God doing that? Why is God doing that? Why is God doing that? Um, me, uh, it was preacher, um, Brother Dole, and me after, the, after Sunday night, after the kneeling. And preacher looked at us and said, what's God doing? What's God doing? And our first answer was... Um, it's a favor of God. God just, God just really likes us right now. I don't know what the deal is. But God just really likes us. And he's really blessing. And, and for whatever reason, God is bringing them. And we, we have a responsibility to that. We need to do something about that and, and, and be ready when they come. Okay? The favor of God. But I'm going to tell you this. Um, if you don't know this already, the way, you, the way a church typically grows is by new people. The way that, now y'all can say, of course, by new people. That's one kind. No, I'm talking about the people that typically invite are your new people. Why? Well, that's a, that's a good question. I'm glad you asked. Okay, why does it grow by new people? Because what what happens is if you're a new person, you've come into this place, you're excited, and in our case with Temple Baptist Church, this ain't going on everywhere. Okay, this ain't going on everywhere. So when you see it, you get excited. This new person gets excited, sees it. Hey, this ain't happening anywhere. And they're all talking, you know, to all their friends and stuff like that. But here's the deal for, for us, and, th- and this, is, this should encourage you. Um, I've been here nine years. I've been at Temple Baptist Church for nine years. And August will be ten years. Ten years I'll be here. And I've, if I'm being honest, I've gotten a little used to the things that God does at Temple on a regular basis. But guess what? I never seen this kind of stuff before. <laughs> and I'm excited. <laughs> All this is new to me too, okay? <laughs> so I'm getting excited. I'm fired up. There was somebody, I do some stuff with the chambers through my job. I work with the county. Um, uh, your, tax, your tax dollars at work. Um, I work for the county. Um, <laughs> I do work hard, I promise you. Um, but uh, I work for the county, and we do a lot of stuff with the chamber. And I was at a chamber meeting, and uh, there was somebody I've been talking to about church probably off and on for a couple years. Well, they started going to, to an, another church, and that was cool because here's the deal, and I, commercial. Um, we, don't need to, we don't need to get discouraged if somebody don't come to our church. We need to be about the kingdom. We need to be the fact, all I care about is the people in church, okay? If it's not my church, that's fine. I think this is the best church in the world, bar none. But some people don't feel that way, and some people just ain't. We're not a one-size-fits-all church, okay? There may be somebody in here, not many. <laughs> there may be some people that come to this church and just don't fit for whatever reason. So she, this person, she, she actually came, and, and or she was going to that church. So then I talked to her. I was like, how's it going? Boy, I was excited, you know, talking about church. I thought, well, we're not going anymore. Ooh, ooh. She shouldn't have told me that. Because <laughs> she, she, I was like, oh, let me tell you. And then about three minutes of just lighting her up about what God is doing and how excited I am. I, there, I was supposed to have a meeting at the chamber today, and I was had my little invitation card, and I was all excited. I was like, you got to come, you got to come. Um, and, I, and I even tried to get her here last Sunday, and I said, we got a guest speaker. And said, oh, I don't want to come for a guest speaker. Boy, she missed out. She should have came for the guest speaker. Um, but, but she wanted to hear our pastor and all kinds of But I was fired up. Man, I was fired up. 
And, 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 and that's the thing. When, when, when God does a miracle and, and God shows up and, and we're greatly amazed and all this kind of stuff, miracles allow us an opportunity to talk about Christ. Because, and y'all know this, if, you're, if you came here, I, I came here because somebody invited me, but there's some people that are coming here now because they're just hearing stuff. Oh, God's doing something at Temple. I want to check that out, okay? It's bringing people closer to Christ. It's bringing people closer to Christ. And I said miracles allow us the opportunity to share Christ with others. Now, i got to share this last story, and then I'm done. And this is, this is just, this is the cherry on top Sunday night, okay? This is the cherry on top. Um, Jeff, Jeff don't like this illustration probably now. Jeff was our Sunday in the morning, okay? And then the Neelands put some whipped cream on there. Yeah. And then we got a cherry on top. After all y'all left, we got a cherry on top. And I'm going to tell you about it because some of y'all don't know about it. Um, we were cleaning up. Cleaning up from fellowship. Tables are up. All this kind of stuff. We're kind of the last people here because you were supposed to get in a life group Sunday. Um, so Sunday night. Um, but we were the last people here. And so we're getting it together. And I'm going to pick on them a little bit. Where are you? Where are you, Donnie? Where are you? There he is. I'm going to pick on him. He hates this. That's okay. Um, but Donnie's, and there's a guy came in the door, and I didn't see him, but him and Donnie kind of made eye contact, and they went in another room, and, and I'm like, okay, what's going on, you know? And where's Donnie? Because <laughs> I'm kind of like, you know, we're going to wrap up this thing, man. You need to be around here. Um, so where's Brother Donnie? So I'm, we're, we're, me and Dole are still here talking. Preacher's already gone. And so we're kind of, what's up, what's up, what's up? Donnie, Donnie's over here in the little welcome area, or the, the welcome team area, the care ministry area. And he walks around the door. And I got to go this way. This is the door. And he walks around the door and gives a thumbs up. I'm like, well, thumbs up, all right. I had no clue what that meant. I had no clue what that meant. So then he comes back through the door. And he's got the book, Now That, now, now that I'm Saved, Now What? And goes like this. I'm not kidding. And goes and keeps walking and keeps walking. But here's the deal. Miracles allow us an opportunity to share Jesus. That young man came in and he got saved. Sunday night. And here's his exact words. Here's his exact words. Saw the lights on and the doors open and I just needed to talk to somebody. Okay? Say amen to that. Come on. Praise God. Okay? So our miracles give us an opportunity to share Christ with others. And I'm going to say this. And the reason why, and again, when y'all saw this, you thought another miracle story. We've already talked about miracles. Um, I think that 2013 is going to be the year of miracles. I really think we're going to see some things through your life and through the life of Temple Baptist Church that we've never seen before. And there will be situations in the life of this church and in our lives personally where we're going to say, too far gone, no way. And God is going to provide a miracle. God's going to provide a miracle. All right. Every head bowed, every eyes closed. Every head bowed, every eye closed. <clears throat> i got a question for you. <clears throat> Are you like that lame man? Are you like that lame man? Are you waiting on your miracle right now? Are you waiting on your miracle? But i got another question. And Johnny, make sure you got your... I got another question. Some of y'all need a miracle, but you've never met the miracle worker. You've never met the miracle worker. And God wants to do a miracle in your life. And I'm going to say this. That person coming, coming to Brother Donnie and asking him and getting saved, that was a miracle. That was a miracle. So we're not going to draw anything out, nothing like that. But this is the year of miracles. And tonight... If you don't know Christ, this may be your miracle moment. This may be your miracle moment. So I'm going to ask a simple question. We, we ask it all the time here at Temple. If you're not 100% sure, if you were to die today, that you'd go to heaven, or would there be some doubt? If you're not 100% sure, you're, you were 100% sure I'd go to heaven, but, but maybe there would be some doubt. All I want to do all I want to do is I just want to pray for you. If you're in that situation saying, I, I, I need a miracle, but I don't know the miracle worker, and I, and, and I need Christ, raise your hand. Anybody? I see that hand. Anybody else? Okay. All right. Put your hand down. All right. This is your opportunity. This is your opportunity. Um,
And I'm going to say this. Um, I saw, we saw. Maybe you don't have your miracle yet. Maybe you don't have your miracle yet. So I want to take this opportunity for you, to, or I should say take this opportunity for you to take the opportunity to come to this altar and ask God for your miracle. For you to ask God for your miracle. All right? Let's pray. Lord, I thank you for this day. Lord, I thank you for what you're doing and how you're doing it. Lord, I'm, I'm thankful for this church, Lord God, and, and what you're doing and, and, and how you're moving. And Lord, I'm thankful for the fact that you're still performing miracles. Lord, I, I'm, I'm encouraged by this story, Lord God. Lord, there, there, there were so many facets and so many things to there, Lord, that, 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 that maybe we didn't catch everything. But Lord, I'm excited about the fact that you do see our situation. You know exactly where we are. And Lord, you're, you, you, you want us to be in anticipation of what you're going to do. Because you have a restoration right around the corner <laughs> that we can't even fathom what it's going to be. It's going to be so great, that miracle that you're going to do. But Lord, when you give those miracles, Lord God, Lord, let us have an attitude of celebration. Let's be excited about what you're doing. Lord, if we can't be excited for our own miracle, Lord, let's get happy on somebody else's miracle. Let's be excited for what you're doing and and, and, and not feel like it just has to be all about me, that it can be about others, Lord God, and we can get excited about their miracle too. Lord, I love you, and I thank you, and I pray all these things in your wonderful name. Amen. Amen. All right, we're about to dismiss.